Hello, howdy do, it is I, and I am here today to talk about and compare um, Zelda Clan and the Dream SMP, because uh, I've been thinking, like, wait, why the Dream SMP? It's just some guys playing Minecraft. Um, of course, there's a good storyline, but is there something more to that? And I realized that a big part of the reason that I like the SMP so much is because... Um, it, it's so similar to Zelda Clan and what I wanted for Zelda Clan. So I'm going to be comparing that today to show you what I mean. And uh, yeah, um, feel free to comment, I guess. I don't really remember how to do these things. It's been six months. Oh, no. Okay, so the biggest thing for me is the characters. Because, of course, with um, the Dream SMP, these are actual people <laughs> in actual places. Um role-playing in real time they all have their own distinct laughs everything about them is distinctly human and unique right um that's just the nature of people um but the interesting about thing about this is that in the dream smp they started out as just being themselves um playing minecraft and starting little wars and stuff but then soon they started developing their own like personas specifically for the SMP. Like Wilbur is kind of um a sentimental goofball, I guess. I don't really know how to describe Wilbur. He's really complex, but um in the Dream SMP, he quick quickly adopted kind of like a noble stature when he started making the um Lamanberg. So basically you have the people behind the screen, which are the actual content creators. Then you have the people who's on, who are on the screen, who are the characters that have developed, kind of like naturally developed throughout time, and it, the the character is tied to the content creator, and the content creator is tied to the character, and then the content creator has a bajillion other post per personas that they use for different situations that they use around different people. It's it's crazy. So. Basically, kind of the whole point of Zelda Clan from the beginning was not only to make characters, but to make each character unique. To make sure that there was no side character, to make sure that every character could have their own fanfiction, entire like novel written from their point of view, because they're fleshed out, because that's, that's real, that's like real life. Every person has their own thing going on, right? And I wanted to reflect that in Zelda Clan. Um, so, that's, I think that's part of the reason I like the Dream SMP so much, is because it's literally just that. <laughs> it's literally that. It's exactly what I was going for in Zelda Clan, except for it's not Warriors themed. Um, so, and then there's, like, so many comparisons you can draw. Like, we have a big thing for voices in people's heads, and, uh, a kind of sense of the future. Like, we have our own system of, like, um... For Fable and Quetzalcoatl, we developed this kind of system of like future telling and whatever. Um, what, what is that called? Can see the future. See future. See. What is that called? Wait, I don't remember. But foresight into the future, I guess. So it's based off of the Wings of Fire um, time system, and I'm pretty sure that this time system is like exactly the same in the dream smp plus um the whole thing of uh cats or people having um voices in their heads like for us we have 
Zeus and the water phone and Xenophon who are like corrupting everybody's minds and being like, you do this, this now. Most of the time, the cats have their own free will. But when Zeus needs to, he just hops right into people's minds once they've been like corrupted or whatever by the water phone. So it's kind of similar. Like there's a big theme of like voices in the making you crazy in uh, <laughs> in the SMP from Ranbu with Dream in his head, um, tell making him kind of freak out. I don't really know what's going on there. <laughs> I don't. It's 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 really weird. It's confusing, um, <laughs> but basically just talking to Dream. Uh, sorry, talking to Ranbu, convincing him that he's crazy. Um, and then of course the Enderwalk phase where he's literally walking around with no clue what's going on and no control over his body, and then he forgets what happens briefly after. That is spookily similar to what goes on with our cats, right? And then you have like. Um, let's... Techno. Techno, his chat is represented by, uh, voices in his canon head. So, basically, they're just like, yeah, blood for the blood god, one of us. All the things that chat say, but in his head. So, that's why he's violent, right? So, it's kind of the same thing. You have the council thing that we made, um, that kind of controls Zeus, um, and adds power and whatever. The group of spirits that's behind it all. Uh, that's been contaminated by the water phone and that's lived th in the mansion throughout the years. Um, they're in people's heads. And although they're not whispering to them directly, they're just straight up controlling them. I think they're in Xenophon's head. I think they're voices in Xenophon's head. I think that's what we decided. Is that for Xenophon, instead of having it where he gets controlled periodically, like physically, they just talk to him, right? In, in his head, right? So that's literally Technoblade. That's literally Technoblade. And then, like, let's see, who else Who else has voices in Diet? Oh, you have Tubbo. Um, Tubbo's been doing this lore thing where, like, he words appear on the screen, and it's really exciting, and it's actually really clever because it keeps you interested. But basically, every, like, five minutes, um, words will appear on the screen. Seemingly random words, but when you put them all together, you have a full-on sentence. So somebody's in his head. And the thing is, is that Tubbo never notices. He never acknowledges it, ever. They just appear on the screen. And no one knows who's in his head. And he doesn't know that anyone's in his head. And it keeps telling him to go north, and no one knows why. And honestly, it's really clever on Tubbo's part, because it keeps people interested. Because it's just like, yeah, this stream's kind of boring. He's just building, like, a wall or something. But I want to see what the next word is, right? That's, that's what I do, is I just stay for the for the words on the screen um but something's in his head too <laughs> and it's much more subtle i don't can we draw a comparison to anybody do we have anybody like no we don't because that's not how it works because words can't just appear on the screen is anybody stuck in another person's head um oh the water phone is kind of like that because like with with zeus aka bob <laughs> Bob <laughs> with the Bob um, the water phone's corrupting his head and he doesn't really does he realize it does he realize that it's the water phone or is he just like oh yeah I'm kind of evil now and I want to take things over and mind control people does he realize that there's something 
No, because he, he must. Or at least some of the spirits must. Because they have guards guarding the water phone. If they weren't aware of the water phone being the thing that's controlling them, they wouldn't have guards, would they? So, he's aware. So, I guess there's no real comparison to Tubbo's. But still, voices in the head, there's another example. Um, you have the egg! Oh, of course you have the egg! Okay, the egg is literally just the water phone. It is exactly the water phone. Oh my god, it literally just is. So the whole idea, oh my gosh, I'm excited now because I've just realized this. It's just clicked in my head. I've been, okay. <laughs> so the water phone, it's an evil force that mind controls people, right? And corrupts their heads and makes them evil, right? And it wants to spread its influence, right? The egg is some random thing that that's been around for like hundreds of years apparently um based off of some clues we've gotten but just this egg that was buried underground bad boy halo excavated it on accident and then it just it was reactivated and wanted to spread everywhere right so basically the egg it talks to people corrupts them and makes them get more people and makes them protect it that's literally what the water phone's doing what? How have I not? How has this not clicked? What? Okay, so let me explain the egg for those of you who don't know. Um, essentially, it's a red egg. Um, it's made of fungus, but it's it's like plant-based kind of. But it's all it's it's alive. It's like this ancient god thing and it has a weird voice that's very scary um <laughs> and it often talks backwards so it has like this voice changer on that goes like <laughs> and if you play it backwards it speaks right so it'll be talking to the characters when it, it comes when the characters come too near to it and straight up you just play it backwards and it's talking <laughs> it's just talking it's really cool but basically bad bad boy halo's dug out this huge chamber around it and it's kind of in the middle of everything. And the egg is spreading its tentacles everywhere. And if you pick up a piece of the tentacles and move it somewhere else, the tentacles would continue to grow from there. And, like, it minds controls people, but only to a degree, right? It kind of makes it kind of makes the people love it and want to do stuff for it. And it will give them missions and stuff. So I think it gains life force from people being killed next to it based off of what I've seen. Um, so literally, uh, it will recruit people who it sees as having the most p potential to be manipulated. Oh my god, that's literally it. That's literally it. The water phone. Uh, it's more Xenophon. But kind of the whole Zeus clan in general. They look for cats that are most easily manipulated. <laughs> And they corrupt them. That's what the egg does. What? It literally... Um, for example, Bad Boy Halo. Uh, it corrupted Skeppy. Uh, first off, it corrupted Skeppy and turned him red. Uh, it changes the colors of things, apparently. And also, you can only fight it with holy water. Literal holy water. Um, so, when you put holy water on it, it kind of just dies. I, I don't... Why haven't people remembered that this is a, a, a property of the egg? Why don't they just pour holy water on it? Wait, what? Why haven't they done this yet? They try to blow it up all the time, but it's immune to, like, explosions and stuff. Why don't they just dump holy water? Oh, okay, whatever. Whatever, that's for another day. But basically, 
the egg corrupted Skeppy, who was the best friend of Bad Boy Halo. And Bad Boy Halo was then easily manipulated because the egg had Skeppy as leverage, right? And then it finds characters who are most easily manipulated and manipulates them. Those, there are even people who are immune. Remember how Juniper Bird was immune? Or like, and um, I think Xenoph- Xenophon was, no, sorry, Xenon was immune. Somebody was immune at some point. I don't remember who. <laughs> but Tommy, Techno, and Rainbow, uh, they're all immune. Completely immune. They cannot hear the voices. Most of the time, that's because there's already so many voices in their head that it, they just can't even hear the egg. But with Tommy, he's just straight up immune for, like, no reason. And it's because he's... Wait, is he hard to manipulate? Yeah, he is, actually. He is. He's really difficult to manipulate. Even Dream had a hard time. And he almost got to him, but he didn't. He... I won't, tell me it's impossible to manipulate. So, literally, the water phone and the egg are like the exact same thing. I've just realized this. What? <laughs> exactly the same thing. And, like, literally, the, the egg pyre goes around and tries to convert um, people into loving the egg. And, like, they even had an event where they invited everybody into the chamber where the egg is. And, like, threw a dinner party, quote-unquote. Uh, to try and redeem themselves and be like, oh yeah, we're turning over a real, a real leaf, a new leaf. Let bygones be bygones. Uh, uh, if you don't love the egg, uh, that's fine. We forgive you, and we can be friends again. And then straight up, just trapped them in there. Like they've tra- they they trap people next to the egg. That's literally. Oh my god, I just remembered. Dude, the way. Oh, I wrote about this at some point. Wait, when did we? Oh yeah, I role played this. So basically, what they do is they. Uh, capture people by like circling around them herd them over to the water phone right remember and like how the egg controls everybody to make this like circle formation around the cats and then they herd the cats over into the water phone in the spooky basement and then the they they have the kit the cats stay there until they've been infected that's literally what the water phone does like that what the egg does that's what the egg pyre does. That's what they did with the red banquet. What? So they had a dinner party where they're going to be like, oh yeah, like they, they manipulated everyone basically into coming down with, with the egg chamber, uh, into the egg t- chamber, and then trapped them in there and made them be close to the egg. And they've done that before in different scenarios as well. They've tried to do it to uh, Sam, uh, who's just like some creeper guy, uh, prisoner probably the most p- powerful person on the server basically so they they trapped him and made um like a little fall trap that and got him to stand on t- on it so then he dropped into this obsidian box that was directly above the egg and kept in there for a long time until he got f- infected because he's very stubborn uh they've done that with um Rambo was down there as well and they did it with hannah as well so basically they just get people in an obsidian box try and trap them in there and so they're close to the egg and the egg infects them that's literally what the water phone does they heard them or convince the newcomers to go into the basement trap them in the basement and wait there until their mind has been corrupted by the spirits literally oh my god what whoa bro this is this is something else dude this is this is uncanny what no way okay that's cool that's cool that's that's really cool all right (laughs) another another comparison is that one of the characters um in the egg pyre which is what the uh, eggheads are called um 
the people who have been uh, working for the egg, essentially. Um, a comparison would be like Xenophon, how Xenophon and uh, Juno are to the water phone. Um, the egg pyre is to the egg, right? They're, they get new recruits and they organize. It's like kind of their own empire or whatever. But basically, one of the members of the egg pyre is named Ant Frost. Yeah, that name structure sounds familiar, doesn't it? He's a Warriors fan. And so that's interesting. He literally has a warrior's name and, and a cat skin. So that's something you can compare to Zelda clan at least. <laughs> so let's see. What else is there to compare? Because now I'm really interested. Um, okay. Do we have any doomsday preppers? Do we? Hmm. No. I don't think so. In in um, in Dejuan SMP, I don't think so. Um, I'm just trying to think. There's a prison as well. There's a big prison, and that's kind of a big part of everything. But we don't have a prison because it's kind of hard to make prisons when you're a cat. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to th draw more comparisons as well. Oh well, obviously there's like the founding of nations and stuff. I wonder it would be really interesting if the Eggpire did what Zeus clan did after the whole great battle thing. That would be really interesting to if that happened, but I don't think it will. Um. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Like, if the founding of new nations, I guess. Um. But not really. Oh, did anyone murder murder their child? Hmm. In 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 Zelda Clan, did anyone murder their child? Because that's something that happened in the Dream SMP. Huh. Yes or no? Sorry, that was a really bad noise. <laughs> I just realized how much that would have must have hurt your ears when I made that noise, like the huh. But really loud. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Um, okay, I'm just trying to think of more comparisons to make. Um, I guess you can compare Wilbur leaving um, Filza and wherever the hell he lived before the Dream SMP to Zelda leaving ThunderClan. And Wilbur kind of left to found a new nation. That was kind of the first thing he ever did on the SMP. So you can assume that that was his reason for leaving. Uh, because that's like literally the first thing he did besides making his ball house. Um, <laughs> the good old ball house. Oh my gosh, I miss the ball house. It's literally just a floating sphere. That's a house. And oh gosh, the jokes. Um, <laughs> anyways. So like literally he left to found a nation. But the thing is, Zeus, he was a kitty pet for a while, wasn't he? Hmm. But I guess there's... Uh, that's, that's, it's hard to draw that comparison. Because Zeus is very... Sorry, sorry, Zelda. Zelda is very different from Wilbur. He never went crazy. He's kind of like Wilbur, but everything went right, you know? Like, that's what Zelda is. Hmm. Oh, I guess you could say that explosives have kind of a big impact. You can, oh, you can compare the whole goose roar um, arc and the whole meteor shower. Oh no, um, old old bomb testing site to the Manberg, because that's kind of what happened, isn't it? So like, with with back way back when, uh, if I remember way back when in the old times of Zelda Clan, they had this original camp out in the desert, but um. More and more, they started to notice that there were holes around, and then it became a bomb testing site, and it became, like, it, it used to be 
a bomb testing site, but but, but then it went inactive, like for the U- U.S. government and everything. Um, and then it went inactive. By the way, I have no idea how bomb testing sites work. <laughs> I just said it was. <laughs> Probably should have known that before. But anyways, it became like a military training bomb testing grenade throwing area once again because it had been in the past but then it wasn't and then cats settled in it and then it became it became a bomb testing site again uh and then the zelda clan had to flee uh so it's kind of the same uh because tnt has a big importance uh in in the dream smp so what did they ever have to leave because of an explosion i mean yeah like, the last time that Lamamber got blown up, everyone had to leave. Because, um, because it just what didn't exist anymore. That's literally how it happened as well. Except for they were actual evil people blowing it up, rather than just two legs who had no idea that there were cats there, right? So, it's similar, but not really that, that similar. Mostly, the most eerie thing is the egg. That's the most eerie thing. Is the similarity between the egg and the water phone. And then between Xenophon and Bad. Or. Would it, wait, 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 wait. Ant would probably. Ant Frost would be. I think Ant Frost would be. Beans. Bartleby beans. And then I think. Who else is in the egg pyre? Hmm. Bad would be Xenophon. You have Punk. Punk is pretty useless. <laughs> um, I want to say he'd be Juno, but he literally just would not. <laughs> he would not. He's not like a grand organizer. So I guess there's not too much to compare there. We don't have any gods um, because I, I, don't, I don't like powers um, in cats. <laughs> Do we have like ancestors? Oh, the overlife. The, oh, the afterlife. I remember now. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it is. It is very similar. It is very similar to the afterlife. Oh. Okay, I have to end soon. Because I've been going for a while and I have to be gone. But the afterlife in um, Zelda Clan. Basically, the idea is, if you are very evil, um, then you don't go to the dark forest. Instead, you just kind of float around in a gray, empty space. I don't even think you can see yourself. It's just gray and it's dull. And you're just kind of floating there with absolutely nothing to do. And you, it's only you and your thoughts. And slowly as you um, reminisce and as you feel guilty or as you feel genuinely sorry, you move up. And so basically things get lighter. Uh, eventually a ground appears. Uh, you can see yourself. Uh, there's like rabbits and stuff to hunt you start seeing other cats so it's kind of kind of similar in the sense that limbo is very personalized in um in dream smp it's 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 like that but more so basically it seems based off of what we've seen um also there's no way to revive in zelda clan there's a way to revive people in the dream smp but i don't like revivals i just really just don't it's kind of just cheating it's just a way to write cheat. It's just literally just writing, but cheating. Like, I really don't like revival arcs. But basically, in the Dream SMP, the limbo, it's like... Each person has their own different limbo, but for Tommy, when he died, it was completely black. And all you could see were the people around him. So, that's kind of similar to our limbo. But it's kind of it's kind of not at the same time because 
if it was black, then you would have been really evil for us. And you wouldn't have been able to see anybody. So I guess there's not too many conclusions to draw there. But at least there is an afterlife. <laughs> at least there is one. Alright, so... I think I think we're about done. Um, those are the main conclusions I can draw. The egg is just so eerie, though. Like if you if you've seen the egg, uh, if any of you OG um, Zoe the Clan fans have seen anything from the egg, you will immediately know this is literally the water phone, but an egg. It's literally like basically the exact same thing. And even, wait, doesn't the water phone, like, draw energy? Like, how does it get energy? It's from, like, evil artifacts, right? So it's kind of, like, instead of evil artifacts for the eggs, it's, like, souls. Like, literally, it feasts on souls. So that's interesting. <laughs> so, there you go. Those are the conclusions I can draw. Um, comparing Zelda Clan and the Dream SMP. It's actually a lot more interesting because I was just going to compare how, um, the characters were kind of set up similarly in Zelda Clan and Dream SMP, where where everyone has their own POV and the story is completely different from be- different people's point of views. Um, but it's much more than that. I've just realized, like actually, Ant Frost Warriors fan. I have a Warrior Cats podcast. He has an OC named Ant Frost, and I have an I have a series about making OCs. And we, it just so happens that our villains are exactly the same. <laughs> Is there a coincidence there? I really I really hope so, because it would be very strange if Ant Frost ever listened. That would be bizarre. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's kind of... That's a bit uncanny. Like, actually, that's very un- uncanny. That's incredibly uncanny. What? All right. Well, that's... That's going to keep me up at night. <laughs> anyway, so I hope you guys enjoyed. I, I know I did. This has been fun. I'm going to be recording more, hopefully. So, yeah, I'll see you guys uh, whenever I post next, I suppose. Uh, hopefully soon. It's not going to be another four-month wait, I promise. So, yeah. Bye. <laughs> wait, I just remembered my outro. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, please leave a like and a comment, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye bye Oh, yeah, that's, that's the outro we know and love. Oh, yeah, that felt good. Bye. <laughs>